the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's a battle going on for the souls of men. The taste of war is ever near. But I am safe within the arms of God's dear bride. She is the keeper of my soul. She is the church of Christ. I'll not Rick Reidenball of the Gospel Defender Ministries. The message that you are about to hear will encourage and equip all who have ears to hear to be Christians. Clothe the armor of a Gospel Defender. Not everyone who says they are shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Not even some of those who attend worship services each Lord's Day. Not even some of the television preachers you watch each day on the Christian Terrible Vision Network. Not even some of the radio preachers to whom you listen while rocking away in your living room family room, sick room, or wherever. Not everyone shall enter the kingdom of heaven, according to the one who is called the door in John chapter 10, through whom all must go to enter the heavenly kingdom. It is important, ladies and gentlemen, that you understand that it is not I who says, not everyone shall enter the kingdom of heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one who said this, and this is the reason I believe it. It is in the book. Hear ye, hear ye the word of the Lord. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Did you hear the word of the Lord, ladies and gentlemen? This is what your Bible says. 
Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. That certainly does not sound like what I'm hearing most radio and television preachers telling their audiences. Perhaps the reason for the difference in the message we hear the average radio and television preacher preach and the message we hear coming from sacred writ is in the fact that the one who said what he said in Matthew 7:21 was not interested in tickling the ears of his audience to ensure that he would receive an adequate offering to pay for his massive broadcasting fees. He never had. That I do not know. But what I do know is that he did say, not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Certain people are immediately identified by the Lord Jesus Christ as not eligible to enter the kingdom of heaven. First, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. That alone, ladies and gentlemen, destroys the unscriptural, unbiblical, unfounded doctrine of the sinner's prayer that most preachers tell you to pray for salvation. You as a sinner can yell, Lord, Lord, until you need a new voice box and still never ever enter the kingdom of heaven according to the Lord Jesus Christ. I know you hear television and radio preachers tell you to bow your head right where you are and repeat after them the words of a sinner's prayer. I know that. I know that many preachers who still make house calls urge you to bow your head Ask Jesus to come into your heart to save you. I know all about that. But ladies and gentlemen, what I do not know, and the question you should be asking those who are telling you to do this, is where do they get this stuff? Where in the Bible is anyone ever told to repeat a sinner's prayer for salvation? Anywhere. I do not need a list of ten scriptures. I do not need a list of five. All I want is one. One lone solitary scripture where anyone in the scriptures was ever told to receive Jesus Christ into their heart by praying the sinner's prayer. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying it's not in the book. What I'm telling you is that I've never found it in the book. If it's in there, do me a favor. Tell me where it is. I'll start preaching it as soon as you tell me where it is. But until you do, I have no choice but to preach what I know to be in the book as far as how to receive salvation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. That's in Mark 16, 16. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's in Acts 2, verse 38. Those scriptures are in the book. And therefore, I will continue to preach them. But where, oh, where is a book, a chapter, or a verse? for the sinner's prayer. All I need is one. 
Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. There are many a fine folk attending church services every Lord's day who are banking their entire eternity on a prayer that cannot be found anywhere in sacred writ. Not everyone who is religious will be saved. Now remember, Jesus said this. I didn't. Are you going to believe the word of Jesus Christ or are you going to take someone else's word about it? Many a religious person, whatever that is, will tragically go through the portals of death into the jaws of hell. And Jesus told us why. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Why is it that people would rather believe and do what their preacher tells them to do than to do what the Lord Jesus Christ tells them to do? Why is it that people will pray the sinner's prayer, kneel at an altar, pay indulgences, light candles, or a dozen other things to receive salvation when none of those things is even suggested in the Word of God? Why are people willing to do those things but refuse to do the will of God who is in heaven? Not everyone, ladies and gentlemen, will be saved. Not even those who are religious will be saved. Those who will be saved are only those who are willing to do the Heavenly Father's will in heaven. Most persons today, even religious persons, are no different from the Jews of Jesus' day to whom he said, You will not come to me that you might have life. There is only one way to come to Jesus, by your obedience to the faith. Jesus Christ is the author of eternal salvation only to all who obey him. Obedience, obedience, obedience to the gospel message of Jesus Christ is recorded in the word of God is what will save a man or woman from hell. Obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said in John 8, 24, if you believe not that I am he, that is the Son of God, you will die in your sins. Have you obeyed him? The Apostle Paul said in Acts 17, 30, that God now commands all men everywhere to repent. Have you obeyed him? Jesus said in Matthew 10, verse 32, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. Have you obeyed him? Jesus said in Mark 16, 16, He who believes and is baptized will be saved. Have you obeyed him? Have you obeyed him, ladies and gentlemen? I'm not asking you, have you obeyed your denominational creed or catechism? Have you obeyed him? Have you obeyed what Jesus Christ has said to do in his book concerning how to receive salvation? If you have, you are a saved man or woman. If you are not, you are not a saved man or woman, no matter what any man or any book outside of the Bible says. Jesus said that not everyone who is a preacher shall be saved. Many will say to me in that day, 
Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Not every man who stands behind a pulpit before an audience as a preacher of God's word is one. There are many a false preacher. For all you know, I'm one. The only way you are ever going to know who is and who isn't is by your immersion into the Word of God. How do you know who is telling you the truth on the matter of the sinner's prayer? The preacher who tells you to pray this prayer, or the preacher who tells you it won't do you one bit of good as far as putting you into Christ? How do you know who is telling you the truth on the matter of baptism? The preacher who tells you to be sprinkled, or the preacher who tells you to be immersed, or the preacher who tells you that it doesn't really matter, whatever way you do it. How do you know who is telling you the truth on the matter of the Lord's Supper? The preacher who tells you the Bible says it's not really necessary at all, or at least no more often than, say, once a quarter, or the preacher who says you ought to observe it twice a year, or the preacher who says you must be around the Lord's Supper table every Lord's Day. It is, is all of this just a matter of opinion? And not all that important since we are all going to the same place, but just taking different roads to get there. Ladies and gentlemen, there are over 3,000 religious bodies that are led by thousands of preachers, most of whom contradict one another on about any biblical doctrine you can imagine. Do you really believe that all of these preachers are telling you the truth? Ladies and gentlemen, the truth is what sets a man or a woman free from the guilt and punishment of sin. The truth is found in the Word of God. Why is it that when it comes to the Word of God, few, very few, are interested in the truth? We want the truth in everything else. We even have truth and lending laws to protect the borrower so he will not be defrauded by the lender. But when it comes to the truth of God's word, oh well, who really knows who's right and who's wrong? We'll find out in the sweet by and by. What a slam in God's face. The Bible is right. Let God be true, but every man a liar. Your preacher might very well be one of the many who are going to hell because of his failure to do and to teach the will of the Heavenly Father. The only thing that ensures a man that he will not go to hell as a preacher is for him to be obedient to the truth, the truth that is found only in the book of God. You go outside the book, ladies and gentlemen, and you have just taken a road that will never get you to the kingdom of heaven. You stay inside the book, and you are on a road that leads to the kingdom of heaven. Is the doctrine of sprinkling babies for original sin inside or outside of the book? Is the doctrine of 
We're all going to the same place, but in different directions, inside or outside the book. Is the doctrine of monthly or quarterly Lord's suppers inside or outside of the book? Is the doctrine of sinner's prayers inside or outside of the book? You need to ask your preacher these questions and make him show his answer in the book. Who knows? You just might be able to save your preacher from going to hell. And if you have been following him, you can save yourself as well. For the book says, if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. Not only will every preacher not be saved, but Jesus said, not everyone who claims to have worked a miracle will be saved. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not cast out demons in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Ladies and gentlemen, in the days of Jesus Christ and the apostles, it was possible for men and women to perform miraculous acts of faith, exorcisms of demons, and healings, even resurrections of the dead. These were done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, There will be some in hell who claim to have done mighty feats of faith. Read it for yourself in your own Bible. It's in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. But the age of performing miraculous works by the hands of men has passed. No one today can work a miracle such as the apostles did who resurrected men from the dead. If men can do these things, then have them come forward and let us witness one of their miracles. And in particular, I want to see the miracle of resurrecting someone from the dead. Be that as it may, let us, for the sake of argument, momentarily accept with tongue-in-cheek the testimony of those who profess to be able to do these things in our own age. If the fact that someone is able to exercise demons from the possessed is not a sign of being saved, I would not want my, to bank my salvation on the fact that I'm able to heal a pimple or remove a wart. Ladies and gentlemen, there are those among us who profess to be able to do mighty works of faith and at the same time, without so much as blinking an eye, deny the truthfulness of the statement of Jesus in Mark 16, 16, that he who believes and is baptized will be saved. They deny the veracity of this statement. There are those among us who profess to be able to do mighty works of faith, and at the same time, without so much as blinking an eye, deny the truthfulness of the inspired statement of the Apostle Paul in Colossians 1.13, 
that God has transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son in telling us that Jesus Christ does not have a kingdom on earth today in the church. Ladies and gentlemen, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not cast out demons in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And then not only will not every preacher be saved, and not every miracle worker will be saved, but also Jesus said, not every worker will be saved. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Ladies and gentlemen, as far as outward signs, some of the greatest workers for God who ever lived were called serpents and a generation of vipers who could not escape the damnation of hell. What wonderful works the Pharisees did, but the tragic thing about all of their works was that none of them was motivated by their love for the Lord God Almighty. And so it is today. Some do many great works for God. Some do it out of a motivation of glory seeking. These are the Ananiases and Sapphiras. No one has to wonder what these persons in the church are doing. They gladly broadcast it from the pulpit to the furthest pew and in the weekly church bulletin. But work cannot save anyone. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works lest anyone should boast. You can teach a Bible school class, preach a message, lead a song service, take up the collection, serve the Lord's Supper, attend all the services of the church, knock on doors, pass out tracts, serve as a deacon or an elder, and still go to hell. Not everyone who works will be saved, Jesus said. It is the obedience to the faith that saves. Obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ saves people from hell. You can do many, many, many mighty and wonderful works. And praise God that you do. But they will not save you. No matter how good your works are, they are not good enough to merit your salvation in Christ. You may be a good parent but you are not good enough outside of Jesus Christ. You may be a good employer or employee, but you're not good enough outside of Jesus Christ. Many who have done many wonderful works will be lost on the day of judgment because Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, in reverence for the Lord Jesus Christ in this hour, we ask this question. Lord, who is going to heaven? And the answer we hear coming from heaven through the inspired book in this hour is 
Not everyone. There's a battle going on for the souls of men. The taste of war is ever near. But I am safe within the arms of God's dear bride. She is the keeper of my soul. She is the church of Christ. speaking and you have just heard another gospel defender ministries radio broadcast brought to you by the gifts of christians and churches of christ who help us to preach all of the word to all of the world remember thus saith the lord he who believes and is baptized will be saved so find someone today who will immerse you into Christ today before it is everlastingly too late. If you would like to receive a written transcript or an audio copy of today's message or be added to our mailing list for our bi-monthly Gospel Defender Journal, write to us today. All of these materials are free of charge with no obligation from you now or in the future. Our mailing address is Gospel Defender Ministries, Post Office Box, 575 Chillicothe, C-H-I-L-L-I-C-O-T-H-E, Chillicothe, Ohio, Zip 45601. You can also contact us through the World Wide Web at www gospel-defender.org We need to hear from you as soon as possible so please take the time to do it right now. And now until next time at this same time our prayer is that you will be steadfastly set for the defense of the gospel. A gospel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.